Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everyone. Before we begin our episode... I want to share a promo from a fab podcast called The Hidden Staircase. This pod covers true crime, mystery and the creepy. Covers a whole host of things. Go give it a listen, you'll enjoy it and subscribe. Take it away! Close your eyes and imagine a room. There's a secret door. A staircase that descends into darkness. A room filled with terrible wonders. It is a library of mysteries, a catalogue of terrors. Join us bi-weekly down the Hidden Staircase for stories and cases you probably haven't heard of. You can find the Hidden Staircase on iTunes, Spotify, or any podcatcher. Don't forget to lock your doors and hold tight to your flashlight. Engage Intro Voice At last, I have returned. He's finally let me out of the box. I mean, Murthers of all ages, it's time to re-engage your chuckle muscles as we go on a journey of spookiness, ghosts, and pesky kids. Open your ear holes and increase your humor to Giggle Factor 9. On with the pod... Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to Mirths and Monsters. I hope you're happier than a hipster who's just found a goose that lays avocados. This week's episode is brought to you by sandwiches. I first tried sandwiches as a young boy in rural Scotland, a place where meals normally consisted of gravel and thorns. Then one day, a travelling sandwich salesman came to our tiny village and changed our world. Sandwiches. The treat of champions. Now this week, my lovely martyrs of all ages, me and the wee man decided to branch out from our usual cryptid travels. We took a weekend away to a place that is regarded by some as the UK's most haunted place. Chillingham Castle in the northeast of England. And boy, did we have an adventure. So folks, without further ado... Welcome to part 19 of Mars and Monsters. 
a ghostly doer. Me and the boy got all packed up. Sandwiches, extra goggles in case of bug collisions while driving, clothes and a tape recorder microphone pack just in case we had a chance to interview one of the ghosts at the castle. Now what a scoop that would be. Bobby and Castiel were left in charge of Casa CK and you won't get two better guard cats. They're like Ronnie and Reggie Cray of the feline world. Good hearts though, good hearts. I was going to say ta-ta to little Ray Skywalker, but I think she was off gallivanting on the grounds, probably chasing pheasants. I think she said pheasants. We cranked up the crypto cycle and headed to the northeast of England. No time travel was needed this time, and not because there are some people, some mean people, who say that parts of the northeast are still in the 1970s as it is. Here we go! We approached the castle after the sun had gone down. Its imposing structure hoved into view. Oof! This place was big. I wouldn't want to meet this place in a dark alley, that's for sure. We drove down the dark alley and then parked up the bike and it was then I heard a strange noise. Already with the strange noises, we only just got here. It was only a small noise, but like a tiny drill. I opened the saddlebag on the bike to get the tape recorder and that's when I saw it. Little Ray Skywalker, fast asleep on top of one sandwich section. Uh, Ray? No response, but the tiny cat snores stopped. Little Ray? One eye opened a tiny fraction and then shut right away. And then she woke up, stretching... She looked around and with her best, What on earth is going on here? Voice, she asked. Puny model? You snuck into the saddlebag somehow, didn't you? I told you that you had to stay home and help Bobby and Cass mind the house. She said nothing, only shrugged her tiny shoulders. Ah, well, you're here now. Grab one of the sandwich stacks and let's get checked in. Finn and I looked at each other and shared a well, what can you do, Luke? We walked through the entrance of the castle, a giant fireplace to the far left of the main hall, crackling away. We were gazing at awe at the sheer size of this place, the artwork on the walls it covered everywhere. We got checked in and settled into the room. Luckily, they managed to throw in a cat bed as well as the dog bed. Oh, and a human bed which was nice. Now as the castle settled down for bedtime, me, Finn and Ray got our gear and we went to investigate. We could have signed up for one of the tours that they do, but where's the fun in that when you can do it yourself? We look like the weirdest Ghostbusters you can imagine. Matching grey overalls with our new logo over the breast pocket. A small but ferocious cat. A big but overly friendly wee man, and me, looking like the stay-puffed marshmallow man from the first Ghostbuster film. White, rotund, but looking nifty in a hat. We scoured the halls, as in we looked around the place we didn't tidy up. It was a smashing place, but it didn't feel particularly scary. 
Not yet, anyway. We were here for ghosts, and there's a good few meant to haunt this place. There is the ghost in the chamber. The only problem with this particular one is that it is described as not all the ghosts are those we see. Even Alfred Lord Tennyson fell for it and wrote, There is this sense of something unseen, yet distinctly moving. Thanks, Alf. We went to the chamber, made our way in. It was dark, but as you can't see the ghost, I guess that didn't matter. However, we are flesh and bone, and can still break stuff. Right, okay, you two. Night vision, now. Once we had on our night vision goggles, the room took on a grey hue. The chamber was basically empty. I say basically, because it wasn't fully empty. No. About twelve feet away stood a grey woman. By the way, twelve feet is round about... not that far. She was very frail, and even though it was pitch black, she was staring directly at us without the aid of night vision goggles, and she did not look happy. Um, hello, my friend? No response. Then I remembered that one of the other ghosts was known as the White Pantry Ghost, who was described as a frail figure dressed in white. They're supposed to haunt the inner pantry, asking for water. I realised that perhaps I'd stumbled upon an actor who was portraying that particular ghost. Like I said, the castle do ghost tours. Maybe I'd interrupted her on her break. No wonder she was miffed, she just wants to sit down. This was my rational mind at work. The rest of me was saying inwardly, Ghost, ghost, that's a ghost, that's a ghost. I tried to communicate again. So, um, uh... A lot of weather we've been having recently. Do you have water? They need water. I'm not sure her lips even moved. <coughs> Me, Finn and Ray audibly gulped at the words. They seemed to come from far off. I... I don't have any water on me. I've got Pepsi Max. Those were the wrong words. The frail lady comes steaming towards us as if on wires in a John Woo film, directly on a collision path in my face area. I threw my hands up, but it had no effect. It had no effect because she went right through me and out the wall behind me. Quickly, we opened the door, but just like in a movie, she had vanished. We stood there, less Ghostbusters and more ghost scaredy cats. No offence, Ray. I looked at Ray and she was hanging onto Finn's neck for dear life. She looked up and said, Puny mortal. I checked on Finn. How are you doing, wee man? <coughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I admit that that was pretty strong evidence of a haunting, but let's try for some more. What do you think? Shall we continue? There was a pause from both, but my brave wee companions both nodded. Good stuff. There's just one more room I want to check tonight. Let's head to the chapel. The chapel in Chillingham Castle is also meant to be haunted. Haunted by the voices of two men often heard talking. The only downside is that you can't make out what they're saying, and if you try to listen too hard, then the voices stop. Ghosts are so tricksy sometimes. 
The chapel was beside the great hall. Great as in big, not great as in ace, but it was still pretty cool. We reached the door of the chapel, hitched up our big boy dog and cat pants, opened the door and walked in. It was dark, but luckily there was a full moon that gave us light through the stained glass window. No goggles required, which I think was a little-known sequel to a Phil Collins album back in the 80s. There were small pews on either side of the aisle. That's pews as in small benches, not pews as in tiny smells. As for hearing voices, heard them right away. Mutterings and murmurs that reminded me of grumpy teenagers. I couldn't quite pinpoint where they were coming from, so I motioned to Finn and Ray. Finn, go low, Ray, up high. I used the baseball style of indication so as to not use my voice, apart from just that, but I had to tell you. Finn got low down and slowly sniffed his way to the sides of the chapel. Ray, in just three bounds, hit the balcony and followed Finn's lead. I slowly made my way down the middle, all the while the voices were still chuntering away. They seemed to be getting louder, or maybe I was getting closer, but at that point, Ray must have inhaled too deeply and the dust caused her to... The voices stopped for a second, but then I heard what I considered to be a very odd exchange between two supposed long-dead ghosts. What was that? Dunno, mate. Sounded like a tiny cat sneezing. This place still freaks me out sometimes. Come on, shift is finished anyway. Press play on the machine. The voices started up again, but you could tell that they were different. What was going on here? The three of us gathered and headed back to the room. We decided to just head to sleep and ponder on the night's events in the morning. It had been a big day, and the inevitable crash of the excitement was imminent. Find out what happened next week in the second part of our ghostly adventure. There you go, my friends. Just got a couple of messages after the music. I'd be much appreciative if you could stay on and listen in. Till next time, slancha. Your good health. Okie dokie, folkies. A couple of things I'd like to say. One about the patron and one personal. So, I've got two new patrons since last week. First one is Terry Schiarata and the other is Shean Smith. Now, thanks to all of you and to the most two recent ones, I have now reached my first goal. Thank you all so much. It's uh, not bad for a couple of weeks. I'm very, very happy. Thank you very much. It's on patreon.com if you want to consider donating. www.patreon.com forward slash mirths and monsters. Plenty of merch. There's additional things like a patron-only episode. Me reading from the Cryptid Times. I will be doing hairyscopes. There'll be fin pins. Loads of stuff. Have a gander. See what you think. If you're thinking of donating, it's that's fantastic. Anything is most appreciated. Appreciated. The other one is... My sister Teresa has been having a right hard time recently. She had cancer. Luckily, it was caught quickly. She had an operation and she's now cancer-free. She has been going through chemo and it's been affecting her exceptionally badly. 
been getting infections, she got E. coli, which absolutely terrified me because I got E. coli and Ebola mixed up because I'm an idiot. I just want to say, I'm glad that you're fine, cheesy, and also I want to say a massive thank you to Lisa, who's Teresa's daughter and my niece, who, along with a lot of other people, has been helping Teresa and helping the family, And um, but she's done a hell of a lot, and I know it's been hard for her as well, so, cheesy, Lisa, very proud to be your uncle and I'm very proud to be your brother. And Teresa, even though you're as bald as a coot and you look like my brothers now, it does suit you, to be fair. Cheers, everybody. Take care of yourself. I'll speak to you soon. Ta-ta! She really is bald. It's so shiny. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.